Hey, it's Aldwin. And I'm Jason. This is the Ready Play Tennis Podcast. New balls, please. We put our shit together so that we can entertain you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Come back to life, Dick Edward. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? I think I feel like it's another ass comment, but Jason Jason just called you on your bluff and you, you came back and you called us an albatross? I don't know what that is. Do you know what this is? It's called entertainment in all caps. Time. Ready? Play. Welcome to the Ready Play Tennis Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Aldwin. And Wimbledon is back, bitches. So exciting. Dun 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 Iconic. Yes, it is iconic. Um and we're all very excited. But we wanted to do a little shout outs at first, um, or up first or whatever. It's very early, so apologize. <laughs> uh, we would encourage you to listen to our lovely interview with Rebecca from last week. She is lovely. Um, she likes tacos and she likes being back on the tennis court and she had a great interview with us. It was very fun. Yeah, she was fun and fancy and free. She also likes a really good strong hair tie. <laughs> she does, and we bought those. Yeah, how, how have you liked your, your hair tie? I haven't tried it yet. Oh. I should. I, try, I tried mine. Now, mine's a bit finer, but we I purchased the Nano for you and I, and, you know, it actually is really good. It really works. I'm gonna test it out. I do have thick hair, but I don't. I don't actually know if it's long enough. Like it's not as long as yours. Mm. It's not. My hair is not quite touching my shoulders the way yours does. So, you're not at the Lloyd Harris stage. No, no. Gotcha. Uh, ooh, that's a nice segue. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have him on my listy list for our preview. But uh, you also wanted to chat about our GLTA. Okay, so. So exciting because we've been on a layoff of not playing tournaments for about two years. It'll I be think two years, yeah. The, the last tournament that we played was probably Coupe de la Reine mm-hmm. in Montreal two years ago. So it's fitting. Mm-hmm. So the announcement was made yesterday that Coupe de la Reine, the organization to, uh, committee there in Montreal, they're hosting their tournament September 4th to the 6th. Registration is open. Jason texted me yesterday. He's like, bitch, did you know? <laughs> Actually, you texted me. <laughs> oh, was it me? <laughs> oh, you registered first, though. I registered first, yeah. Right. So if y'all want to play GLTA tournament, come see us. You know, do a little pod. Get into it. Yeah, and if you are able to come to Montreal, which is a beautiful city, obviously... Uh, you should come. I don't know if our American friends will be able to cross the border by then. I suspect you could fly in if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So think about it. I know there are other GLTA tournaments that weekend. I think usually there's one in Atlanta. Yes. And maybe one other place. Um, we obviously go to Montreal because we know a lot of people there. And it's a quick scoot in the car. Well, not quick. It's like five and a half hours. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it's lovely to see all those people. And it's a fun tournament at a great venue. And they do an amazing job. And they have the best banquet of all the GLTA tournaments. Don't, don't you know it. Performing as Chi Chi a couple of years. <laughs> 
So we're all very excited to, uh, well, at least in this country, because we've been locked down for years, um, year, 15, 15 months or whatever it is, <laughs> uh, to be able to play some tournaments again. And hopefully, I presume the CGO will come back after a, it'll be three years at that point. Yeah, it, that's crazy. Next year. Um, one more shout out. So if y'all are not busy during the the month of July and early August, Vancouver International Pride Tournament is going on. I've never been to Vancouver. I'm not going to lie. I know maybe you and I chatted about it a little bit. I mean, these flights to Vancouver from Toronto are just dirt cheap. So if y'all are in Canada and want to do a little GLTA tournament in the West Coast, it's beautiful scenery, well-organized, July 30th to August 2nd. That's another tournament that you could do. Yeah. I haven't been to... It's been almost 20 years since I've been to Vancouver, so... Jeez. I know. It is a beautiful city. You are correct. And, you know, anywhere there's mountains is where I want to be, but... <laughs> um, anyway, that that's all great. We're all very excited to be back playing and competing in our own tournaments for zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, on on the heels of the French Open, of course, it's it's a quicker turnaround because the French Open was delayed by a week. But we with Wimbledon is here after a year away. I, how do you feel about that? I can. I am so excited because the ball striking on those courts just sounds so different. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of an like a reverb, eh? Like a bit yes. of an echo. It's it's a beautiful sound. I know, and um, I think it was Djokovic. I caught an interview with him, and he was saying, you know, you arrive at Wimbledon and you feel like you're in the hallowed halls of tennis history. It just carries a different. Um, a different aura, a different energy. I mean, Rebecca in our interview was talking about how her favorite slam is the Happy Slam, the Australian Open. It just feels like party, party, party. Oi, oi, oi. Is that what they say? <laughs> yes. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. But Wimbledon's like, you know, you got to be on your best behavior. <laughs> you got to wear all those whites. And um, it definitely, I think it's the most prestigious slam, TBH. Yeah, it's a, it's sort of like theater for tennis. It's mm-hmm. a tennis theater. You come prim and proper, you grip your strawberries and cream. And you- <laughs> what accent is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but we're excited because this is the episode where we're going to do our picks. And another plug before we jump into it, we're doing something a little different for Wimble 10. <laughs> we're gonna do a 10 minute recap each and every day because we are sadomasochists <laughs> and we like the tennis so much and it well it's sadomasochism because in some way we're gonna have to keep up with all of it and don't expect any you know crazy analysis of like or expect that we've watched everything because that's not gonna happen but we'll give you our take on the day in, in 10 minutes or less. Yeah, we're going to give you the Ready Play Tennis podcast take on the daily for Wimbledon. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be fruity. It's going to be snackish. So if you if you want a little shady kind of coverage, <laughs> tune in every day. <laughs> fresh and fruity in 10 minutes or less. That's why it's called the Wimbledon. Yes, yes. You should copyright that shit. <laughs> Copywriting it 
as we speak. <laughs> Releasing this later this evening so that we have it officially copywritten. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's jump into the men or the women. You pick. Oh, gosh. Um, I just think in terms of equality, I felt like for the French Open preview, we started with the men. So I think we should start with the women this time. Dope. Okay. So the top, Barty is the number one seed. Mm-hmm. And, then we've, and then we've got Saba and Svitolina and Kennan. Those are the top four seeds. I, that, I, don't, I don't know about you. I was a little surprised that Svitolina's number three. I don't, per- know, I don't know why that surprises me. Uh, I, I mean, I was surprised. I didn't know that girl was ranked so high. Did she win anything? I don't know. That's, yeah. Are we just I, being shady or like speaking truth? I mean, she did nothing on the dirt. I don't remember her going deep in any. I mean, maybe she went uh, far in Rome. I'm, I, <laughs> she is benefiting somewhat from our girl Halep's withdrawal, which is very right. sad, obviously, that the defending champion from two years ago is, uh, you know, made her best effort. I think she was warming up a little bit and practicing uh, at the grounds, uh, mm. but came to the decision that her calf wasn't ready. Yeah, I think it was wishful thinking. We watched her on the IG arrive in London. She was practicing on the grass. She, you know, gave a little titillation to Jason because Jason is in love with her. But, I mean, it was always going to be suspect whether she's going to participate in, in the tournament. And I, I, it's, it's just too precipitous. That girl, her ankle, with, even with all of those, like, saltwater pool baths that she was doing in <laughs> Bucharest, they were not working out for her. So better that she rested. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the show, but or maybe I have. You can tell me. But I spent a brief... 30 seconds with Halep in an elevator. <laughs> you, you told me personally, like off offline, but yeah. our viewers need to know about that. So yeah, uh, in at the US Open in 2014, she was staying at my hotel. Um, it was my hotel. It was not her hotel, by the way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that year she actually exited early. She was she lost in the second round or something. And uh, Wade and I were in the elevator, and Simona was there, and her mom was there. And I was like, I didn't say anything because I was like <laughs> a little bit freaking out. Um, but if I was with her now, and we were in the elevator, and that news had just come out, I would wrap her in my warm embrace. Mm. Give give her like bring her up to my chest and say it's okay. Ah, you're what? gonna you you played a perfect match in 2019 against Serena. Mm. Your time is gonna come again in 2022. You're gonna nestle her soft Romanian cheeks in your bosom. You're gonna whisper in her ear, "I'm I'm one eighth Romanian." <laughs> yes, my grandfather was adopted, or sorry, my mother was adopted, and my grandfather's Romanian. He's from your people. Um, but yeah, I would give her a hug and say, "I'll I'll you know, it's only gonna get up, move up from here." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're very sad for her. I I'm uh, kind of gutted for her because her match in that final was just perfection so spectacular yeah i think if i remember reading serena's lips when they met at the net uh when she said you played unbelievable yes and you know what she 
very quickly, Serena, it was really nice to see Serena um, be happy for her opponent. <laughs> yeah. Because as we all remember, that did not go ex- at all that way when she faced Naomi in the slam final previous. So. Yeah. And um, I don't think Serena played terribly in that match. She played no. really well, but she lost two and one because Simona was playing unbelievable. As she, Serena said. That bitch was straight fire that day. Yeah. She got everything. It gives it that watching that match and the highlights from that match. Anytime they come up, I I watch all of it because it's it was just amazing. But she's mm-hmm. not playing, so we can't talk about her anymore. Aww. Stop talking about her, Jason. <laughs> 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 so uh, Svitolina, back to that. She has benefited with a bump up to number three, and Kennen's number four. Hmm. I don't have. I don't know if you're going to go this way, but I don't have a lot of confidence. I said this to you again offline, but in general, I don't have a lot of confidence for the seeds. Yeah, you did say that before we uh, jumped on. So should we jump into Q1, Q2? So Q1 is Barty. And uh-huh. then quarter two, just below that, is the third seed, Svitolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are we going to give who's going to come out of that are those quarters? Yeah, and who? What are the juicy matchups in those quarters? Like uh, in the in that top quarter, we have our girl, our girl Layla, mm-hmm. and she's going up against uh, Ostapenko in the first round, and uh, Ostapenko just won a grass court title. Yeah, I mean, I'm never about an Ostapenko moment. I'm sorry, this is probably <laughs> going to jeopardize her ever coming on our show. I just do not like her game. Um, I don't like her braid. I don't like her fashion. <laughs> I just don't like her. No offense. Well, maybe a little offense. Um, so I'm pulling for Layla in that one, 100%. Of course. Um, I, yeah, Avi. I think a really fascinating match in this top half is um, Sinyakova versus Conta. So no one was talking about Joe Conta. She made the semifinal of Wimbledon in 2017, lost to Venus Williams. Um, but then she kind of had a bit of a resurgence because she won Nottingham a couple weeks ago and people mm-hmm. were like, where did this bitch come from? She was like doing nothing. And she faces Sinyakova, who I would say is one of the top 10 best performers of the season. I mean, she took out Venus um, in Parma. Sorry, not Venus. Serena in Parma. And she's been, you know, she's been really playing consistently. So Conta versus Sinyakova is one to watch for me. That's a juicy one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, go. Yeah, you're gonna no, say it. The well, yeah. I mean, the obvious juicy one um, and sort of sentimental one is Suarez Navarro versus Barty. Mm-hmm. We all want Barty to win. We all want Suarez Navarro to win. Like, why? Okay, couldn't the Wimbledon officials have cheated a little bit? I mean, come on now. That is an unfair first-round match <laughs> for a girl that just came through cancer. Like, come on now. That is just not right. Yeah, a court, uh, you know, when it comes to the draw, you cannot use the cancer card. <laughs> you, you, you get, she's healthy and she's, she gets thrown in there like everybody else, unfortunately. That's, yeah, that's such a shame. I would have rather had her play Ostapenko and, you know, wipe the floor <laughs> clean with her. TBH. <laughs> we'll see how she does. I mean, she played really well against Sloan. I don't. I didn't catch the tail end of that match. It, maybe she ran out of gas or Sloan started playing better in that French Open first round. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Our uh, French Open champion, 
like we got to give her some kudos. Krajikova is in the, is in this top half. She faces um, an amazing junior, Tossin from um, Denmark, kind of taking the footsteps of Kara Wozniacki. What do you think her like? Do you think that based on what you watched of her game at the French Open, that it's going to translate to grass? I'm gonna say, not yet. Mm. So I have her uh, as my early exit alert, and you know this is typical. I think of new champions on the women's side; they tend to um, not be able to follow up big wins and big results. That's why we have, you know, six or seven uh, new like consecutive years of different champions at the French Open mm-hmm. um, and a mm. lot of new Grand Slam winners generally. I think, you know, it's it's quite a turnaround. That was obviously an emotional win and she won doubles. So we'll see. I, but I do think um, that she'll likely be out early. <clears throat> maybe mm. by the, maybe she'll get to the third round. Okay. Okay. I think that her game tr- really translates to grass in that she has so much variety, to quote our friend Jonathan Scott. So um, I don't think that she's going to come out of her quarter, but I still think she's going to win a couple of matches, TBH. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I have her out in the third round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, you you really did like a round-by-round <laughs> round analysis, girl. <laughs> well, I pi- So, uh, yeah, the, the fourth-round matches I have mm-hmm. are... Badosa versus Pav. Pav, the the French Open finalist. Okay. Pavlyuchenkova. Are we oh, looking at the top s- of the draw? Sorry, I'm looking I- at the, the the next quarter. Sorry, I've just teased my next quarter. My bad. <laughs> I have a Bardi mm. versus Sevastova. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> and Azarenka versus Andrescu. Ooh, wow, you're really... Listen, you are a true Canadian supporter. I mean, not to say that I'm not, but I'm really looking at Andreescu and her um, kind of demolishment against Contavite in the... I think it was... I I keep on getting these grass court tune-ups mixed. It was either Birmingham or Eastbourne. She got destroyed. I mean, listen, 3-3 and is not a destruction, but... It just is indicative of where her lack of play is at. I mean, Contavite, um, Annie, who I like, I like to call her Annie in my mind. <laughs> um, with you know, she's so cute. She has that sneeze grunt. Hachoo! Hachoo! <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to that. She's so cute. She played a, an amazing tournament, and she's no one to kind of push over. But um, yeah, BB just doesn't look match ready for anything. But BB pulls it together when she needs to. She did. Did she do that in the first round of the French Open and the second no, but, round? But she did that making it to the final in Miami. Okay, that's fair. But that's no, a- but, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So I would love to see her make it through. I would love to see a third round match between her and Layla. Mm. That, would, that would be that would be cute if if Layla got past Ostapenko and then got past Kazatkina. Maybe we would get a Layla. Bianca, uh, dream Canadian third round. Oh, I mean, that would be just, that would just be the bee's knees. Yeah. 
So who do you have then in that quarter since I've already given my picks for the next quarter? <laughs> okay, so in your quarter, you're saying that who's your quarterfinal matchup in the first? My quarterfinal matchup is Barty versus Azarenka. Okay, Barty versus Azarenka. I'm going to completely disagree with you. And I'm going to say Joe Conta is going to carry the Union Jack on her shoulders. And she's going to come through that quarter because she's tired of um, not of underperforming under her own slam. She's got that Henman pressure. She's got that Henman pressure. But Joe Conta, I mean, I thought she looked really, really sharp in in Nottingham. And so I'm going to give Joe Conta the pass in the in the first quarter. Um, She's going to get past Barty. And in the second quarter, I'm going to give it to Contavite. I'm going to give it to to Annie because the sun will come out tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the right musical? (laughs) You bet your bottom dollar. (laughs) Okay, juicy. Uh, Well, I've already kind of given away my picks in the second quarter. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Svitolina quarter. So we're we're generally generally in agreement that um, she's seated a bit higher than maybe we thought, and that um, her chances on, I mean, she, you would think her her game on grass would <clears throat> would be would her game would be suited for grass. What do you think, Svitolina? Yeah, I sorry, I, girl, I don't think Svitolina is just kind of like you know a scrappy. Um, a scrappy all-court player minimizes on errors and the grass is I think her game is more suited to hard and clay like she plays someone that is going to out hit her and she's just going to be packing her bags and looking at her beautiful engagement ring all the way home to Ukraine like Anisimova in the second round potentially and Anisimova I mean that girl has to get her head in the game because she is also pulling like a Sloane Stevens and Naomi Osaka and just like you know all about that IG game and not really to me focus on her tennis but that could that could be a juicy matchup I mean Anisimova is another you know a, a kind of underperforming junior mm-hmm. yeah so we want her to do well. There are some interesting matches potentially mm-hmm. in this quarter. Obviously, Serena Williams is up in Durr. <laughs> and uh, I think everyone for, who's a tennis fan wants these two women to be up against one another in the fourth round. And that would be Goff versus Serena. Mm-hmm. Goff is, I mean... I, Goff is the one that's going to come out of that quarter. She is. You're you're calling it. I'm calling it. I oh gosh, it's just escaping my mind. She played a tournament. She played one of the grass court tournaments. Lost love six in the first set, and then she came back seven six seven six second third set. You know, you and I covered how we felt about her mental mind frame. This girl's got it. I think that, you know, when we were watching her um, while we were at the New York tournament a couple years ago, we could see her potential. And I think that she's just going to she's going to kind of move right through her quarter. I saw the result. I saw that result. I didn't see uh, the match, but I saw a lot of people uh, commenting on it. And it's good to see that kind of result after. You know, it seemed like she she had chances in that match against Krajikova at the French Open, and she you know 
lost her way in that second set. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think all all tennis fans really want to see that Serena Goff match. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Kerber? She's in um, Serena's quarter. Yeah, I know in your recent post, you threw shade towards me <laughs> as your co-host. Um <laughs> Because she she took home a grass court title. I don't know when she last won a, t- a tournament, but uh, it's good. F- I, I mean, it's it's nice to see her um, do well in the lead up to a slam that she's won. Mm-hmm, exactly. And beats Serena in the final. Correct? Did she beat Serena or was she it? beat Serena in the final? Yeah, yeah, she beat Serena in the final. I mean, yeah. She. I mean. Girls got game on grass. Girls got game on grass. I am. I used to not be about a Kerber moment. I didn't like the way she played. She also gives me like Svitolina, like not perfect, not form that's pretty to watch. Um, but she's a grinder, and um, you know everyone was dragging her, including you and Miles on on that episode, putting her on <laughs> retirement watch. <laughs> I mean, actually, it was the episode with Jonathan Scott, and Jonathan Scott was like, oh, like, ooh, like, he said that? <laughs> but not going to lie, I mean, clearly she's gone through a really tough time, like, losing first round in many, in many tournaments, and um, she had an epic semifinal against Kvitova, who was looking so good on grass, won 7-6 in the third, and I just posted that on IG to, remi- to remind everyone that, you know, Angie is not done yet, bitches. So y'all best watch out for her. It'll be a good third round if she gets there to meet Serena. Mm-hmm. That rematch. Um, who do you have in that quarter? So you said you have Goff. Mm-hmm. So you have Goff then taking out either Kerber or Serena. I think that she's going to do it this year. And in the top part of that quarter... Who did you have? Who did you have? I had um, Badosa versus Pavlyuchenkova. Okay, explain in that the, one. In, in the fourth round. Okay, so who... So you... Okay, I just need to understand. Okay, Badosa. Yeah. Why Badosa? Because. <laughs> but I, because. Yeah. I th- I just think her game could do well on grass as well. So, okay, yeah. um, I am going to choose Mukova. Mukova, and reason being is because her game is clearly suited to the grass. She is um, among her many talents and variety. She's a servant volleyer, and I think that she gives me like a very Barty esque um, game style. And I just see her being smooth as fucking the cream on those strawberries. Mm. So she's mm. going to smooth, smoothly just get up to that net, put those volleys away, deft drop shots. It's going to be a Mukhova. I, I hope people don't think that I'm trying to like make fun of her <laughs> name. I really am trying to pronounce it properly. It's going to be a Mukhova golf quarterfinal. Oh, juicy. Okay. Mm. I have... Pav versus Williams. So we have a little bit of a different look. Okay, okay, that's cute. Pavich- right. Okay, you think Pavlyuchenko is going to carry that steam? Yeah, and I think I actually think her game is more suited for for grass because she's a bit of a power hitter, right? Agreed. Agreed. So I think her chances are maybe even better. Um and she's playing really well. She she 
you know, made the semis in Madrid and the finals at the French Open. And I don't know how she's been doing in the grass tune-ups or if she played any of them, but mm. I give her a shot. Okay, I like that. I like that pick for you. All right, Q3, the bottom half. We have Kennen. This is Kennen's quarter. And I did some counting. There are 11 American women in this little section. Jeez. Ann yeah. Lee, Allison Risk, JPEG. Yeah, there's a lot of girls there. Stevens, uh, Allison Risk, Collins, Kennen, and a few others. Okay, can we talk about the clear first round juicy ass matchup? Yeah, f- uh, f- of Grand Slam champions. Uh huh. Sloan Stevens and Sloans. This one is this one's the one. Like if you want to, if you don't have the time, this is the one on the women's side that you have to really tune into. Okay, maybe the CSN versus Barty match for sentimental value, but Stevens obviously is also having a resurgence. Kvitova, who had a freak accident at the French Open, wasn't able to play, looked really good in Germany, and obviously former Wimbledon champion. This is this is the one that I'm just popping all the popcorn for. It's going to be juicy. There is a, another one that um, is sort of juicy light in that, <laughs> in that section, in my opinion, because we have uh, the French Open semi semifinalist mm. taking on Pliskova, Zadancic. Yeah, I mean, I forgot about her, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how we forget about players because, you know, she's not yet seated in these events, but she made the semifinal. And Pliskova can be hot and cold. Yeah, Pliskova, I mean, talk about a girl that needs to be like more on the retirement watch. She... Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she's not even like in her, she's in her 20s still, no? Listen, I, okay, that was full shade, but what you said earlier about players having a better chance on grass, Pliskova is the girl Mm -hmm. because she is just hard on both sides, big, flat, booming serve, can play the net. Um, Yeah, you're right. This is definitely a juicy match light. Um, But I would, listen, as much shade as I throw to Pliskova, I do like it when she, no, that was, I was going to lie. I was going to say I do like it when she plays well. I don't. So I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to be more engaged with her play. And I, I would like her to do well. But I do find watching her a little bit boring, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she made... Uh, when Where did she make the final? Was it Rome again? Rome is where she does well. Right, exactly. So... Yeah. And her games should be suited for grass with that booming serve, as you like to say, and that booming forehand. So let's get it. Let's get it. But I, you know, I like Zidancic's game, so I'm going to vote for her. You're going to move her forward. I'm going to move her forward. So my my fourth round matches in that quarter Mm. are Zidancic versus Kaya Kanepi. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw you under the bus for that one. I see I see Kaya going through. You take you're gonna take Kaya Kanepi though over Samsonova who just won a title? Correct. Really? Yes. Okay, that's brave. 
Uh, and I have the in the other section of that quarter, Mertens versus Kennan in the fourth round. And uh, Kanepi versus Mertens is my quarter pick. <laughs> Kanepi versus Mertens. Um, okay, okay. Kanepi versus Mertens? Okay, okay. <laughs> just, just making sure I heard that correctly. <laughs> so you repeated it twice. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, you know, the ladies' draw sometimes has some... Um, you know, some Hail Marys thrown in there. So Kanepi's my Hail Mary. Okay. I'm going to give it to tried and true slam champion Kvitova. I think she's going to get over a really tough first round match against Stevens. Um, if she gets past that first round, I mean, the only person, I don't really see anyone taking it to her, to be honest. I mean, Samsonova, JPEG, sure, Pliskova, if she starts to warm up. But I mean, Petra is your girl. In that quarter. All right. Um, I'm going to say in the Mertens quarter, taking a look. Uh, uh, people may disagree with me, but I mean, that so is life. I don't, again, I'm not about a Kenan moment. I'm not about her. I'm She's <laughs> she's about, she's like Ostapenko and Pliskova to me. So sorry. Stop crying. I'm over you. Um, <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. Um, I give it to Madison Keys. Really? Talk- yeah, Madison Keys, listen, Madison Keys is a former Slam finalist. She has had a little bit of trouble getting her game on this season, but she's starting to get better. I kind of liken Madison's trajectory in the same uh, in the same pathway as Sloan before the French. So I think Madison on grass with her, you know, again, crazy booming serve, insanely hard forehand and backhand. She, I think she's going to do something here. So it's going to be, for me, a quarter between Kvitova and Keys, and that I just will just, um, just say. <laughs> that will be good. That will be I, good. What do, you, what do you think JPEG's chances are? She's been obviously playing well since the Aussie Open. Yeah, I mean, I don't. JPEG is um, the player that you don't want to play because she gets all the balls back. She has really big targets. Um, sorry, that's I didn't say that the right way. That sounded weird. She um, plays with really big targets. And um, I think on grass, she's just kind of that girl that could be overpowered. So I think she's going to do decent. I think she's going to get maybe to the third or fourth round. But I think a big hitter is going to take her out. Like Kaya Kanepi. <laughs> Kaya, Kaya, he, there's a love affair that's growing between you and Jay. So you got to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so she would face her in the second round and then potentially Kavitova in the third round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have her go into the quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, you know, let's talk about Kenan for a second because you believe in her. You do I believe do. in her. I do, I do believe she got game for the grass, but she's not making it to the quarterfinals. Okay, okay. She's gonna, she's gonna lose to Mertens. You like a Mertens moment. <laughs> I do. I mean, I think Mertens is another one of those people you don't want to play. You're right, absolutely. Mertens is headstrong, mental toughness all the way. Agreed. Okay, and the last quarter we have is includes Sviantek and Sabalenka. So that that would be the potential quarter finalists, but in here we also have Anjabur, who just won a t- her first title on grass, mm-hmm. first title overall as well. Uh-huh. We have we have Queen, queen V, your Queen V, 
<laughs> we have Maria Sacri. We have Mugu. And, you know, let's not forget about Sam Stoser. <laughs> you are shady. <laughs> and Rebekina. Exactly. Is exactly okay. First round matchups that you are just all for in this. Well, everyone, half. everyone loves the Mache moment. So we've got Shay, yes, and Iga. So Agreed. everyone's gonna be watching that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So during our Wimple Wimble tens, we're gonna be talking about Barty versus Suarez Navarro, Kavitova versus Stevens, and this match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just perusing through this bottom half of the draw. No first round matches compel me. It, other than the Sviantec Shea match, because it's such a clash of styles. I just hope that Shea has enough game to bring to just. I don't necessarily want Sviantec to lose. I do want Shea to win. I, no, okay, let me rephrase that. I do want Shea <laughs> to win. I just want her. I would just want Shea to bring all of her freaking double handed master craft to that match. Yeah. Like, I want to see a fucking drop shot. I want to see a lob. I want to see Shriantek smash her racket. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Is this has, does she have a propensity to smash her racket? I didn't. I don't think so. I think she keeps it together, but she is a very, in, to quote Jason Patterson, she's intense. She can be intense. And totally. you can't smash your racket on the grass. That's probably a, du- a doable fine. I do, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love watching her play. It's just ridiculously fun to watch her, <clears throat> you know, redirect balls and make people look like they don't know what they're doing kind of like she did with Bianca mm-hmm. at the Aussie Open so. that's that's kind of what I'm just reliving a bit of a moment on our hour and a half long session that we played at East York <laughs> that's what really you that's what you do you have a you were I mean aside from the fact that you lost 8-0 the first <laughs> in that first pro set that second kind of part of our session you were you were like hitting deep and then drop shotting angle like that is that is a part of your game that you can emulate from Shay I'm very good at the miss hit drop shot <laughs> winners for no, sure No the drop shot you did really well that day you did. Thank you after losing 8-0 and not knowing what I was doing. Um, so back to the w- women. So two questions for you. Yes. What are Sabalenka's chances in uh, as the number two seed? And mm-hmm. what are your hopes and dreams for Ven- <laughs> Venus moments? Oh, God. Oh, okay. Let's, let's, ta- let's tackle the Sabalenka question first. Um, Sabi, Arena Sabi, uh, I think she just has to get over this mental hurdle that she cannot perform at a slam. She's like your perennial um, 500 level winner. Um, she turns it on whenever she's not at the slam. She faces Nicolescu, who, I mean, uh, annoying forehand slice could really pose her pose a lot of problems for her. Um, I'm not compelled to love a Sabalenka Wimbledon victory, so I'm just gonna leave it there. Like she's out for me. I mean, she makes it deep in the draw. I'll be happy. There's other girls I would rather see go deeper. Um, second question about Miss V. I mean, I think Miss V is clearly she's partnered with um, what's his face Albatross Nic- over there, Nicholas. 
<laughs> Nicholas Kyrgios, who we have not seen in a minute. They're playing mixed doubles. I think that V is just enjoying her last moments on on a Grand Slam stage. She faces Buzernescu. I think she beat Buzernescu early um, in one of the other slams. So I think she's going to get through it. Um, she just doesn't have the physical capabilities anymore of just going seven matches over two weeks. Yeah. She does have that beautiful game on grass. So hopefully she can start, you know, have a, a good win in a round or two. But she will face on Jabour and she could face um, Kuzi mm-hmm. uh, later on. So, yeah, she doesn't have an easy road. And when you're a wild card or like sort of the last to get entry in a tournament, you don't typically have an easy road. So, mm-hmm. um, and on Jabour, she won a title on grass. And what's her chances? I think Ons looks really good. She was the first North African woman to win a, a title. Again, um, she has a an all-around game. So I think that she can... I mean, taking a look at her draw, she faces Peterson. I mean, Martic... Uh, no, that she wouldn't face Martic, I think, in the third ra- until the third round. But yeah, Jabour, I think, can, I think she could be a good one to go through her quarter, TBH. I didn't choose her, by the way, but... Um, yeah, I if if I were to choose a second girl, it would be Ons. I feel like this is the toughest quarter to be yes. because it has Zachary, it has Ribakina, it has Mugu, Sabalenka, and Sviantek. Those are like five players who, well, Mugu hasn't played so well since um, she won. When where did she win on the hard court in the Middle East? Mm. And so we'll see. But who do you have going through? Okay, so my quarter, I think, is going to be a surprise to everyone. I did choose Mugu. Thank you for the segue. Mm -hmm. Um, I still love her. I still, I mean, it's a bit of like a pull at the heartstrings moment for me with Mugu because I want her to regain that Wimbledon championship form that she had in 2017. Um, um, so yeah, I'm going to choose Mugu and in the very bottom draw, who's the number two seed here? Sabi. Saba. I don't think that Saba's going to get through it. I think that it's Ribikina. I think Ribikina is just the bee's knees and she is going to make another breakthrough. So it's a Mugu Ribikina quarterfinal. Funny. Uh, I thought for sure you were going to pick Stozer. <laughs> I, gosh, I love Sam, but mm. that's a no. It's going to be a hard no for me. Uh, I have also picked Mugu, but I have uh, put her up against Sabalenka in the quarterfinals. Ooh. So juicy. Who, um, who is the the tournament winner? Go go through your quarterfinals, semifinals, and then the final. Okay, quarterfinal top half. Con- Conta versus Contavite. I'm going to say that Annie's going to come out in that one. Mukova versus Goff. Goff is going to come out, so it's going to be a Contavite Goff top half semi. The bottom half, Kvitova versus Keys. It's Kvitova over Keys in that one, and I'm going to say Mugu in the very bottom, so it's going to be Kvitova versus Mugu in the bottom half semi. 
In that top semi, I'm going to say that Goff is going to make her first slam final, and she's going to face Kvitova. And it's going to be Kvitova versus Goff. Girl, uh, I'll give it to Goff. I'll give it to Coco. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Coco. She's going to win her first slam. On the spot, picking Coco Goff. Yep. At 17. She got it. A few months. Mm -hmm. Wow, we have a very different look. So, Barty Azarenka. I'm picking Barty. Okay. Pav and Vina. Uh, sorry, Pav and Serena. I'm picking Serena. Okay. Into the semis. Uh, Kanepi and Mertens. <laughs> <laughs> I am picking Mertens. And Mugu and Sabalenka. I am picking Mugu. Okay. And I am picking, for this Barty-Williams semifinal, I am picking Barty to win. Mm-hmm. And I am picking Mugu to beat Mertens, and I think Barty will win her first Wimbledon title. Wow! Wow! Okay, Barty. So you're gonna say that the number one seed is gonna win the tournament? That's correct. Wow! What a what um what a boring prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I picked Kanepi to go to the quarterfinals. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That is not boring <laughs> at all. So uh, you are picking Goff, and I am picking Barty. So I am. we shall see who uh, who wins, and we'll keep tabs on all of it in the Wimple Tens. But on to the men. We should, sorry, just a very quick note. We should give ourselves a point score at the end. Okay. We should, or we should devise some way to like give ourselves like a point scoring system so that we, you and I also have a competition every day. <laughs> like of all the first round matches, who goes through kind of thing. Maybe we oh, could do go- that. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work, but we could, <laughs> we could like for every match. Okay. We'll figure something out. We'll, okay, we'll figure something we'll, out. Yeah. Let's not figure it out during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, the men. And I think the favorite, perhaps uh, on the men's side for a lot of folks, is Novak, the mm-hmm. five-time champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think his chances are in the top quarter? Uh, again, posted on, on IG, a new snack, Jack Draper. Karen, did you like my um, title for that IG post? Yes, Union Jack Attack. A Union Jack Attack. Shit. Like, Cute. someone h- hire us, girl. <laughs> um, I'm all about... I, I think Jack Draper is going to have a nice moment. Obviously, he's going to not win against Djokovic. Looking at Djokovic's quarter, I mean... Garen, Davidovich, Fakina... I think that he's got a pretty clear path to his quarter, TBH. You don't think Kevin Anderson, former Wimbledon finalist, will give him any trubs? Uh, I mean, no. Davidovich, Fakina, Garin, Gael in the fourth round? They're just, you know, they just don't have the... I think they might give a little bit of trouble, and by little bit of trouble, I mean maybe take a set off of him. A few even, games. A few, honestly, <laughs> even saying that makes me feel so uncomfortable because I just don't. <laughs> it does. I just don't think that anyone. What Novak showed at the French Open is that that bitch is thirsty, and he wants to like stamp Rafa Nadal and Roger Federer into the ground. Like, no, there's no question. I am the goat. So yeah. who are these other guys? Anyway, who, that's what he's saying. Right. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that he's got, you know, any any potential adversaries there? I don't think, to your point, I don't think he'll have any trouble 
in that particular section of the draw. I would, you know, I, to your point, Jack Draper will have a nice moment. Um, <laughs> the 18-year-old boy band member turned <laughs> tennis star uh, will will get to go on center court on Monday. I think this is like the f- the tradition is that the men's champion plays the first match on center court. Mm. So we'll get to watch that early tomorrow and see how he does. He'll obviously have uh, people behind him. Djokovic is used to not having people supporting him. So <laughs> uh, that should go to form. And then I have, yeah, Djokovic uh, going uh, against Malfis in the fourth round. Okay. It, it'll be, it's an, it's a, an easy quarter for Djoko. So Djoko's going to make it, um, I think, to the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have I know Sinner f- has floundered During this little mini grass court stretch But I do think he is going to pull himself together And make it to the quarterfinals against Joko Really? Where do you have Rublev in that? I have him out in round two He's one of my early exiters Okay, you know, I feel like we're, we're moving toward I think there's a clear connecting factor here um, I, again, just to reiterate, Jason and I have a zero. Um, we both believe that Joko is going to make that quarter. I think the juicy person to look at in this second part of the draw is Lloyd Harris. I have him going to the fourth round. She's the girl. She's the long-haired, beautiful girl um, that is going to make her first quarter. I have Lloyd Harris facing Joko in that quarter. I do. Oh, okay. So I have Lloyd um, facing Sinner in the fourth round and, and Sinner going to the quarter. Everyone loves a South African moment. Um, mm-hmm. Lloyd Harris will bring that to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, w- I want him to do well. He's played well pretty much the entire uh, season. Again, in the Middle East, he played really well. Uh, he beat Chapeau. Um, where was that tournament in Dubai? Was it Dubai? Dubai. Anyway, he made the Doha? like s- the semis or Doha, wh- one of those events. Anyway, mm-hmm. I like his game, so we'll see how he does. And I think that's a very reasonable pick. What about the little spicy tamale from Argen- Argent- Argentine, Schwartzman? Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Schwartzman's in this quarter. Exactly. Uh, oh, I maybe is that not a juicy match that first round, Benoit and and Diego? Yeah, I mean for for entertainment value, you just you're curious to see what Benoit's gonna which which Benoit are you gonna bring to <laughs> to, to the match? You know what I mean? Are you gonna be the the fired up Benoit that IGs after his win? Or are you gonna be the one that's like throwing the towel? <laughs> <laughs> I w- uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see anything that Benoit does these days. <laughs> but uh, so we we're pretty much in in line with what we see uh, happening there. But we you and I have um, Sinner and Harris respectively uh, against Joko. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so th- that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. So not too bad. Unlike the women where we had no. none of the same picks uh so the second quarter is your ex's quarter (laughs) Sitsi. exactly um what are the i mean there there are some interesting first rounds i think this probably has the most interesting of the first round matches with Sitsi versus tiafo 
Corda mm-hmm. versus the um, Eastbourne champion Dimanur. Babe, that's the one. That he... is the, that is the motherfucking one. <laughs> anytime I watch him, or I think about you watching him, you're like, I feel like you're saying to yourself, "That's Jason. He like runs down every, <laughs> runs down every ball and gets every ball." And he had that amazing point where he like flailed over the net and yes. ran back and hit like that underhook. <laughs> back back into the court and then ran back to the net again and hit a slice down the line. A hundred percent. He is, you are like him in every respect, just like <laughs> a master with the hands and just managing to get that ball back in the court. <laughs> I like, I love that Corda Dimonor first round match. It's, that's, that's another, like get all your popcorn for that one. Cause that's going to be good. Yeah. Cause Corda has also played well. Um, on the grass, he had a couple good wins in Hala. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That'll be a juicy match for sure. What about your boy Vashek, the one that continues to ignore our pleas to come on our show? He's busy with the PTPA <laughs> launch. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Did you watch that Zoom call? <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I know it was live on YouTube. I meant to check in. But they. all I know is that they don't want to sign on to the 30-year plan of the PTP, <laughs> whatever Maybe we need to read more about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bashi, we love you. Uh, you're a former quarterfinalist from 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, always one of those dangerous floaters that you don't want to see in your section of the draw. It would be lovely to see uh, a Sitsi Vashik second round. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, yeah, it would be, it'd be cute. I'd be but into that. I don't, I mean, he took. A few months off to chillax, um, and he's only got a couple of matches um, on under his belt in the grass court events. So we'll see. We'll see how he does. Do you? Um, do you? What do you think about Dan Evans versus Feli? Feli Lopez. I didn't think too much about it, but I do love Dan <laughs> Evans. <laughs> I always want him to do well. I um, enjoy his game. Okay. I enjoy his his. I I feel like he's very crafty. Mm-hmm. I love his backhand and I love his net play. Okay. I mean, uh, with that description, I actually don't really think anything about that first match. <laughs> so there are a couple other juicy matches. Obviously, everyone wants to see how Andy Murray will do. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Against yeah. the Snakalashvili. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have Opelka versus Kopfer, another snack in the first round as well. Yes. I okay. Wait, I'm getting a bit discombobulated here. Are are we? Oh, we're still doing first round matchups in this quarter. Okay, yeah. that we're that we're enjoying. Agreed. I do love those two first round matches. I mean, Andy Murray is just uh, something has to be said about Andy Murray and just how much of an ally he is to our community. I mean. For me, that's just aces in my books. No pun intended. Actually, pun intended. Um, <laughs> so I love an Andy Murray moment. Um, I, I don't really know how Andy's playing. I'm, I'd am be curious to see in that first round match just to take a peek to see what his level's at. Mm-hmm. He you did know? win a match in Queen's Club. I think he played in Queen's Club, but then okay. lost in the second round to Berrettini. Okay. Three and three. W- Okay, did you watch that? I didn't watch that. I watched, uh, I just saw a bit of the highlights. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting uh, to see how he plays. That, that'll that be another juicy round match that you'll maybe, first round match that you'll maybe hear about on our Wimple Tens 
episode. Okay. What about Chapo? Is Sha- Chapo is in that section. So uh, my, f- as I have done with all of these quarters, I have picked the fourth round matches and then who will go on. So I have Sitsi versus Dimanur in the fourth round. Okay. And Chapo versus Opelka. Interesting. In the, f- in, the f- in the fourth round. So I do have Chapo making it to the fourth round. Okay. But uh, not to the quarters. So I pick Opelka um, in the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. and I have him facing Dimanur. Uh, so I have CT not making it past the fourth round. Interesting. See, I think we have more of like similar vibe for the men's draw. I did not. I think you and I traded traded places. I gave Apelka more credit on um, the clay. Why? I don't know. Um, but you're choosing Apelka. I am choosing in that quarter Chapo to go through. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm giving Shap. I'm giving the Chapo nod to go through in that quarter. And I agree with you. I think that Diminor is going to take a. Um, Take off. <laughs> Freudian Take slip. <laughs> um, he's gonna. Uh, what do I want to say? He was gonna. He's gonna take out. Take out my ex-boyfriend CC, and it's gonna be a baby Hitler versus Chapo um, quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. I think he's shaved the baby Hitler mustache. Oh, is I think it? so. I think he's shaved it. I think. It's, okay. So Demonur and Chapo, and I have Demonur and Opelka. Okay, so we're there's a bit of synergy to our picks here. Mm-hmm. Q three has this is Verev's quarter, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Berrettini, who recently won in where was it? Queens Club. Queens Club. He won mm-hmm. in that pink tournament (laughs) the pink tournament i call it the pink tournament formerly the fever tree tournament now the pink one whatever the sponsor's name is so this one has the juicy uh, return of curios versus some bear who won in hala ah yes that is you're right that's a good one he has a really good grass court game i hadn't really watched many matches of his until he started going deep and beating all these players in Hala, like FAA, and then who did he beat in the final? Don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember that. I don't umber... No, I try, <laughs> um- I try to make it... Yeah. <laughs> I don't umbember. <laughs> so Kyrgios is making his return. Um, <clears throat> doubt- doubtful he's played much. Hmm. Video games usually get in the way, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, there aren't too many other uh, juicy matchups, in my opinion. This section has Berrettini, Umber, who we just talked about, Karatsev, who sort of um, has gone away a little bit, uh, yeah. and then Zverev, who has played really well on the clay um, and made the semifinals of the French Open. So what, are you, what say you? What say I? I mean, uh, players that pop out to me are obviously Fa, Felix Ogier-Yassim. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like it was in part our to our credit that the Canadian boys kind of stepped their pussy up for uh, for the grass court season because they <laughs> obviously they were losing to our podcast. <laughs> and uh, they're like, shit, son, you're right. We need to like carry the flag for Canada. So they went, I think, respectively in their tournaments to the semifinals the week after our episode aired. So I have high hopes for Fa. I do. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you're right. I think the other, the only other match that I really want to pay attention to is Kyrgios versus Umber. Just because, you know, Kyrgios has a reputation of, you know, he clearly beat Nadal at Wimbledon a couple years ago, knows what it feels like to be on the center court, is a natural showman, is going up against a guy that's clearly hot like fire. So I want to see what he's going to bring to it. And if he's going to bring anything, to be honest. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, Zverev, I, I don't know. Are you excited to see Zverev on grass? No. <laughs> I, you know, I hope he does well. I think he's a, obviously a, a good player and he can find his footing on on all courts. Um, mm-hmm. He's another one of those players, I think, who is now finding his way in the Grand Slams. He's made a final. Mm. He's made a semifinal. Um, before that, he was only making quarters. So mm-hmm. we'll see how he does on the grass. He did go out early in Hala. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think he'll get past the round of sixteen. Rude, uh, rude. Zverev. Uh, I think I th- I'm picking Umber to come through. And is that how you pronounce his name? Umber. Yeah. Umber. Umber. Sorry. Some <laughs> someone has given us advice that we should speak more French on our podcast. So I'm going <laughs> yeah. to give it a shot. Umber. I am picking Umber, the the Hala uh, champion, uh, to take on Berrettini, the pink tournament champion, the Queen's Club champion. Yeah, you know, I I feel like I should be more on the ba- Berrettini bandwagon. I sh- I feel like I should be, but I just never go to her. Like I never go to her unless it's to look at some thirst picks. Tbh. <laughs> Well, I mean, he is thirsty if you look from, like, the waist up, but he, d- he ain't got much in the legs department. But yeah. if, if you keep bypassing him, he's just going to pass you by because he's going to probably win more and more. You're right. I feel like, you know, he should have more credit in my mind, but I just, I'm, I'm not there yet mentally. I, cho- <laughs> <laughs> I chose Rude to come out of that quarter. I come out of that top half of that uh, of the draw. So Rude's my quarterfinal pick, and oh Canada, I'm gonna say it's an Ogieliasim quarter. Oh, I think okay. he is ripe for the picking, and I think um, for some reason I just see Zverev going out. I think, you know, he just, I I still think that Zverev has such a. Um, fragile mental like it took a lot of him to get to that french open final i think he's just not recouped yet tbh well maybe he hasn't recouped because he didn't know that he made it to the final because he only made the semi-final of the fr- oh yeah that's right that's right that's right that's right that's right <laughs> sorry that's right no you're right sorry you're about right. that <laughs> um but so we're- yeah yeah, it'll be an, an interesting... It's an interesting quarter because, obviously, Curios is there and we want to see how he does. And there's a couple tournament, recent tournament winners and Rude is is playing really well. I think his game is more suited for the clay. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, you know, good picks. I love an FAA moment. I want him to do well. Don't think it's going to happen in that quarter, though. No. It's not gonna, who's, who do you have him losing to? I have him losing to, um, who do I have him losing to? Um, Umber. Gotcha. Gotcha. Songa. That's who he lost to in the semis, uh, Mm. at Hala. Songa. Songa's in there. Daddy. Pear. That's that's great. 
a more <laughs> <laughs> you don't care she doesn't care well i mean i i want him to continue to to come back and and do well but um it's a little bit too early i think for him <laughs> to to compete uh, at wimbledon at the moment the okay. last quarter is medvedev's quarter and federer medvedev oh, and federer federer i'm looking at this last quarter and there are just so this is a good motherfucking quarter. Like, yep. Medvedev. Okay, let's just go through. Medvedev, Obvi, just won the tournament. Chilich, Dimitrov, um, Musetti, kind of on the outs with him, but I mean, we'll save that for another show. Sam Corey made the final in Mallorca against Medvedev. Uh huh. Senego, Senego Nori. made the final, yeah. Nori, Fed, Federer. 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 What are your thoughts? This this is packed. This is packed in the back, just like uh, how I like to have it for, for Pride. Oh. <laughs> Happy Pride, by the way. <laughs> Happy Pride, everyone. Um, what are my thoughts? I mean, I, I have to organize my thoughts for a second. Okay, I'm just going to go right to who I got for the quarter. Um, I think it's going, even though that this bottom half is packed, I will say that it's going to be a classic matchup of the seeds going through. Um, I think Federer on grass, although he hasn't shown it, is going to step it up, and it's going to be a Federer-Medvedev quarter, TBH. Interesting. Um, Federer has an interesting road. I don't think he'll have much trouble um, in through to the third round, but Mm -hmm. he could face Cam Norrie, who's been playing really well um, mm-hmm. on all surfaces um, and made a few finals and uh, if he gets through that match he'll face Senego potentially who was another uh, tournament finalist this past weekend so I actually have him losing to Senego really fed losing to Senego yes. okay okay I mean I could see that so I have a Senego Medvedev moment in that quarter okay all right so okay so we have a pretty um we're 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 more on track to uh or more on the same wavelength for the men than the women sorry question for you because i'm just looking names are popping up as i just am passing through the draw um her cash her cash her cash versus kind of current boyfriend musetti Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that will be a good uh, first round encounter. It could go either way. Um, I do think her catch will probably come through that match. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But I don't have him coming through against Bublik. So I picked Bublik versus Medvedev. I think Bublik will make the fourth round. And Dimitrov, just like... Mm, out, so out early. Out early. Yeah. Possibly... I think di- did you choose think, him over Verdasco? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think if Bublik, you know, pulls his stuff together and and keeps the antics out, he could have a good run. So I pick him going to the fourth round against Medvedev, but losing to Medvedev. So you're in. So you're saying it's going to be a Senego Medvedev quarter. Correct. Gotcha. And I have yeah. a Federer Medvedev quarter. I still believe in the Fed. The, you, good. I do. That's great. 
I'm, uh, <laughs> as do millions and millions of others. The hope and the dream is that it'll be a Federer Djokovic rematch from 2019. Is that where your head is going? No. Okay. You go. You, okay, you you give us your quarterfinal, semifinal, finalist, and champion. Ooh, juicy. Okay, Djokovic, sinner. Uh, Djokovic will go through uh, that match. Dimanur Opelka. Opelka will go through that match and make his first slam semi. <laughs> wow, okay. Ber- I'm <laughs> uh, Berrettini and Umber. Um- Umber. Uh, will be Berrettini and uh, Senego versus Medvedev. I will pick Medvedev. Okay. So the the semifinals are Joko Apelka, and I pick Joko. And Berrettini versus Medvedev, I pick Berrettini. Wow! And, wow! Uh, Brave. I think Berrettini will make his first slam final. Okay. And he will fall to Djokovic, the number one seed. So I am picking both number one seeds to win the tournament. <laughs> you could have saved our viewers literally like an, <laughs> an hour, hour and five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and just been like, the number one seeds are going to win. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. <laughs> um, okay. Mike, first quarter, Joko versus Harris. Obviously, it's going to be Joko. Demineur versus Chapo. Um, I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give it to Chapo. Oh, uh, it's a toss-up. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Chapo. I'm going to give it to Chapo. Yeah. Rude versus Fa. I'm going to give it to Fa. And I'm going to... Uh, Felix Ogier, you seem. Federer versus Medvedev. I'm going to give it to Medvedev. Okay. I, are you setting us up for an all-Canadian Wimbledon final? No. No, no, no. no. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. <laughs> uh, Sh- Joko versus Chapo. Joko's just going to strawberries and cream him. Uh, Joko in the final uh, versus uh, Fa. Fa versus Medvedev. <gasps> no, 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 no. Fa oh, versus okay. Medvedev. Med- um, is that what I said? Yeah. Fa versus Medvedev. Medvedev is going to bring it to the final, and it's going to be a Joko Medvedev final, and it's going to be epic. Oh, who are you picking to win? Medvedev I, has has admitted that he was really unable, like Clay, to find his footing on grass, and now he's won a tournament. I actually think, or or would have always thought that he would do well on grass. So what say you of his chances against the five-time champion in that dream epic final that you're talking about? I think it's going to go like the way of the final. I think that Medvedev is going to start off full steam, full, like, full throttle. Um, and uh, it's going to look like a Medvedev win. But I think Djokovic is going to come back in five sets. Really? Yeah. I, I 100% think that's that's going to be it. Djokovic is like the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? When, you know, like in the movie The Matrix, there's like, you know, there's like, you know, you have an algorithm, but there's like a blip in the algorithm. What do you call that? When like there's um, an anomaly. He's, okay. a te- he's a tennis anomaly. He defies all motherfucking odds. <laughs> and so I think it's going to be Medvedev like up two sets, maybe serving for the match at five love. And then the bitch is going to come back. 
She's gonna win it. She's gonna win it. Jungle's gonna win it. <laughs> so he's gonna have a similar moment in a third set where he's up two one, and then mm. he breaks Medvedev, and then Medvedev's spirit's broken, and he's trying a whole bunch of things that aren't gonna work because he should have just stuck to the things that were working in the first two sets. A la Sitsi. He's exactly. He's just too good. Too good. He is he is good and going for that golden slam. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for our picks. Yes, I'm excited for our picks because uh, on the women's side, uh, one of us is going to be way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 you know, as with uh, the WTA draws, <clears throat> both of us could be way wrong. <laughs> I mean, we're, we feel confident now. We'll yeah, see we how c- things go. We could have like a Venus Vondrasova <laughs> final or something. Imagine like uh, for our first Wimbledon episode, it's like, okay, guys, all of our picks lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. All of our picks sucked. Um, <laughs> do you have any trust or faith in our our draw preview episodes anymore? Nor. nor, nor, nor. <laughs> but we're all excited for Wimbledon. Uh, it is here Mm -hmm. make sure to obviously listen to this episode and share like and subscribe and like such as yes can i just give one last shout out yeah so thank you so much again obviously everyone that listens and subscribes to our shout out i had a beautiful conversation with two listeners all the way from sinaloa mexico sinaloa mexico miguel and jose and so I said that we would give them a shout out. Thank you for listening, girls. They're roommates and they play tennis. Oh, cool. Maybe they there'll be a tournament in Mexico and we can come play. Yeah, that would be great. Or we could just like tra-la-la in Puerto Vallarta and maybe meet up somewhere or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sounds good. Have some margaritas or pino coladas. Mm-hmm. Tune into Wimbledon. Tune into Wimbledons. Yes, yes. Every day as Our- we kill ourselves to tell you <laughs> what happened uh, that day in 10 minutes or less. You got it. Er day, er day. All right. Enjoy Wimbledon. Bye. We're here for your tennis or your tentertainment or whatever it is. But if you like what we're serving up, Please give us a five-star review and like, share, and subscribe, and like such as. Wait, one more thing. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Ready Play Tennis Podcast.